Parshas Vayeshev, the Pasuk says, Perak Lamates, Pasuk Yud Aleph, 3911 and it was it was that and it was that day that Yosef went to the house of Potiphar to do Malachto to do his work. and there was nobody there in the house. So Yosef has been <coughs> seduced or advanced by Aisha's Potiphar, the wife of Potiphar, and she was unsuccessful in seducing him. And here the Torah is telling us a story that he came to the house and there was no one there. What did he do? Rashi here says, quotes the Gemara in Sota, page 36b. The Gemara says, We have a dispute between Rav and Shmuel. We don't know which one says what. But Haram, one says, She went to work because he worked for Patifar. And so he came to his usual day of work. As the previous Rashi says, there was a holiday for them. Obviously, he didn't participate in that holiday. He came to work. And the other one says, that he had succumbed to her advances, to her seduction, and he wanted to have relations with her. And that's why he came when there was nobody in the house. However, however, it appeared to him the image of his father. He saw the face of his father. He saw the appearance of his father in his mind's eye, in his imagination, he saw it. And that inspired him, that inspired him to make the choice, uh, to make the choice to reject her advances, to overcome his desires, his lust for her. And as the Torah tells in the further psukim that, in the psukim that follow, he ran out of the house and he did not succumb to his desires. This is all the Gemara in Sota, page 36b, that analyzes this Pasuk. The question that we have is, what, what is it that he saw, what, what did he see when he saw his father's house? And, what, and why was that inspirational to him? Why was it inspirational to him that, that he was inspired to the point where he, that he was inspired to the point where he was able to overcome and make the right decision to overcome his lusts. So the the face that he saw was as follows. It says in Parshas Vayetze, chapter 28, Pasuk Yudbeis, uh, 12, it says that Vayachalom vihine Sulam, remember the famous dream that Yaakov had, and behold, there was a ladder, Mutzav Arza, that was placed on the ground, Veroisha Megia and its head was in the heavens, the, meaning the top of the ladder was in the heavens. And the angels of God, the Malachim, were going up and down this ladder. They were going up and down this ladder. What were they doing going up and down this ladder that he saw? So the Gemara says, the Gemara says in Tractate Hulim on page 91b, the Gemara says the following. The Gemara tells us what they were doing by going up and down the ladder. Tana, we learned, They were going up and they were looking at the image that was on top, the Yordim, and they were going down, and they were looking in the image that was on the bottom. Rashi says, what image were they looking at on the top? What was this image that they were looking at at the top? 
Rashi says, they, they saw the image, the face of a, of a man, of a person, which is the, uh, with, with the four animals, but the Mus Yaakov, and that image, what was the face look like? What did it look like? It looked like Yaakov. So the angels were going up this ladder, and on top there, they're on top there, where on top? So the, on top there, where on top was this? So the, the Targum Yonis and Benuziel says on this Pasuk that he says the, fa- he says the following, Hamon Yaakov Hasida di Ikunin delay Kvia Bikurse Yikara. What was that? So the Pirish Yonasan explains, Pirish Bo Road Suras Yaakov, they saw the image of Yaakov, Hachakuka Bikise Bikise covered, that was engraved in the throne of glory. And apparently, the uh, God has a throne, a throne of glory, and his Yaakov's image was engraved on that throne. And the angels were going up and seeing the image Yaakov's face on the throne of glory of of God of Hashem. And then they were going down and they were looking at the image at the face of they were looking at the face of Yaakov, uh, literally the face of Yaakov himself. They were looking at the face of Yaakov himself. They were going up and down. And looking at the face of Yaakov on top and looking at the face of Yaakov on the bottom. What's the meaning of this medrash? What's the meaning of this homiletic in, interpretation? So the Rabbi Salavechik in the book, The Five Addresses, he says that each and every single one of us has an image in Shemayim of ourselves, our face, if you will, um, our face, if you will, and that image is the face of the achievement of our full potential, of what we're supposed to be, of what we're supposed to make of ourselves. And the face and the image that we have of ourselves here on, on, on the bottom is who we are at the moment. But what we're supposed to be, that's in, 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 in the Shemaim, in the heavens, there is such an image. So the angels of God were looking, were going up to Shemaim and they saw Yaakov in his full manifest potential, his full image of who he is supposed to be, the righteous person that he was supposed to be. And that was engraved on the Kisei HaKovah, that was engraved on the throne of glory. And then they were going down to the bottom of the ladder and seeing Yaakov, who was there sleeping and dreaming, whether or not his face was that face the same as the one that was above, the same face as the one that was above in, in his full potential. In other words, they were looking to see, they were testing to see, they were investigating Yaakov's face, the physical face, whether it would told him that he was, that he had, whether he had yet achieved his potential. This is the meaning of this, uh, uh, of this Gemara in Hulin. This is what the Gemara says. And perhaps we can suggest that what is it, which image that, what is the image that Yosef saw that inspired him, that inspired him to to make the decision not to succumb to his desires. What was the image that he saw? He saw the image of his father. What image of his father? His father in his full potential, meaning his father in his full potential. A person who's righteous, a person who's right, is an ideal that that Yosef, his son, would would want wanted to live up to. This is what he wanted to be. He wanted to be like his father, or at least he wanted to live to the ideals of his of his parents. And and when he saw his father's face, he realized that if he, if, he, if he submits to his loss, to his desires, that he will not be living 
to the uh, living up to the ideals of his father's face, if you will, to his father's principles, his father's accomplishments, and then he's going to be lacking as a son, and that he's not going to be himself uh, achieving his full potential. And that inspired him. That inspired him. The love that the, the love that his father showed him, the ideal that he portrayed, that he modeled, that inspired him to make the decision not to be succumbed. And perhaps maybe this is why the reason why he was able to see this image, the reason why he cared what his father thought is what it says at the beginning, because of what it says at the beginning of the Pasha, it says in chapter, at the beginning of Pasha's Vayeshev, it says in chapter 37, verse number 3, Yisrael Ohaves Yosef Mikol Banav. Yisrael Yaakov loved his Yosef more than all his other sons, Mikol Banav, because he was he was a son of his older age, as Rashi says, and also looks on his possum. He gave him the famous technicolor coat. He gave him this this ksones ksones possum. Perhaps maybe because Yaakov showed this extra special love, and even though this extra special love uh, was 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 troubling, and he is he is uh, criticized by he's criticized by Chazal, as the, we know we spoke about in the past. The Gemara says. In tractate Shabbos, on page 10b, the Gemara there says, A person should never pay favorites amongst his sons. Because of this coat that he gave him, he gave him more than all the other children. The brothers became jealous of him. And it became the Yordu of Mitzrayim that our forefathers went to Egypt. In other words, Tosas here points out that they were going to go to Egypt anyway. The exile was already predetermined in Parshas Lech Lecha when Hashem told Avraham Avinu that this is going to happen. But perhaps maybe their trouble and travail when they would be in Mitzrayim would be less if Yaakov did not participate in his favoritism. Nonetheless, he did participate in the favoritism. And even though he's criticized for that, but since he showed Yosef love extra more than anybody else, maybe it was embedded, this love that Yaakov had for Yosef was embedded in his soul that much that when he was tensed, when he was tested, when he was tested, but to the nth degree, when he was tested in a very difficult test, he was inspired by his father's ideal. The, the, when he saw his father's face, he was inspired by his father's ideal to make the right decision and to and to thwart the advances of Asia's Potiphar and not to succumb to and not to succumb to his to his desires. And we all face, we all face tests in our lives. We all face difficult tests in our lives. And, and they are, make no mistake, these tests are dark, will, is, is darkness that comes into our lives. Nobody escapes it. Everybody is, 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 is tested to the maximum of their character. Everybody is tested to, uh, to, to, to the ultimate, to to the to the place where they cannot where, where where it takes all of their strength and all of their development and everything that they have achieved in order to thwart to pass to to, to thwart what is what is coming upon them the suffering they're coming upon them in order to in in order to pass this test and the Gemara says this many places we see this in many places in Shas we see many examples of this where Hashem tests everyone 
So here, for example, we have in the Gemara of the Zara, page page three, the Gemara here is three a Gimel Amid Aleph. The Gemara here says that in the future Hashem is going to test all the other nations in the world because they're going to be complaining that Hashem did not give them the Torah. So what is he going to do? He's going to test them. And he's going to say, I'm not going to read the whole Gemara, but just the part that we want to, that, that, that we want to express. El Hashem will answer them and he'll say, okay, you want to keep the mitzvahs? I have a small mitzvah for you to keep. The sukkah shma, that mitzvah is the mitzvah of sukkah. L'chuva also is saw, make a, make a sukkah. Umi, right, make a sukkah. Skip a little bit. And so what do they do? What, are, what do they do? What do they do? They're going to go and they're going to go miyad kol echad v'yechad noitil v'holach v'yisah sukkah immediately every single person is going to go and make for himself a sukkah b'rosh gagwa at the top of his roof and what Hashem is going to do v'akodesh baruch hu maktir aleim chama v'tukufo yistamos and Hashem is going to make the sun shine very hot as Rashi says it's going to it's going to burn to the point where it, the, the word is expressed that he's going it's, it's going to pierce into them this and this what does it mean that Hashem is going to make the sun shine so so hot that it's going to be so hot like it is perhaps maybe in Phoenix that the sun is going to be so hot that it's going to be as if it's piercing them that means that they're going to be tested with this mitzvah that means that this is going to be the ultimate test to see if they can fulfill the mitzvah of not just like everybody else is tested and what and what and what are they going to do Every single person is going to kick the sukkah and run out. So the, the, the expression that Hashem is going to shine the sun on them is, is saying that they're going to be that they're going to that they're going to be tested. And when a person is tested, their true character comes out. When a person is tested, then we see their metal. We see what what what, what choices they will make. Just like Yosef was tested and his true character came out. That he's he was inspired by his father and he overcame with superhuman strength. He overcame the lust and the desire for Asia's Potiphar. And unfortunately here, the nations of the world will not pass this test. They will not pass the test that Hashem is going to give them. And we find another example with Avraham Avinu. We see in part at the beginning the same thing that the, it's interesting that the Medrash uses the same expression of a test with the sun. As it says at the beginning of Parshas Vayera, in chapter 18, verse number 1, it says, Vayera love Hashem be'elonei mamre, that Hashem appeared to Avram Avinu, and Elonei mamre, who Yoshev Pesach oil, and he was sitting at the, at the, at the, at the, at the door of, the, of his tent, when it was the hottest point of the day. And what does it mean that it was the hottest point of the day? So here, Rashi says, Hashem removed the sun from its encasing. Again, we have the sun. And that the sun here means again that Abraham was being tested. Here, Rashi says, The test was that, it, that Rashi says because he didn't want him to go out and to do guests because Yaakov, Abraham was famous for for having guests and Hashem didn't want to bother him because he was, he was not well from the brismila. But we can also say maybe that was a test. Maybe it was a test that Hashem did not want to bother him because that is the etiquette that if somebody does a brismila, then you don't bother them. So Hashem was not going to bother him. But at the same time, it was also a test that let's see what would Avraham do in this situation. 
but then when Hashem saw that no angels were coming and, and, and Abraham was, was, had sorrow from this, he, he was pained by the fact that he couldn't entertain guests, that he couldn't do chesed, that he couldn't be kind to somebody else. So what happened? He brought him angels in the appearance of man as the Gemara says about Mitziah, page 86b. And so you see from here that Abraham Avinu was tested to see what he, would do, what he would do when he's not feeling well, when it's extra hot outside, in contradistinction to what we just saw with the, with the other nations of the world in the Gemara Navadah Zara, here Avraham Avinu is tested. And what does he do? Despite he perseveres, despite his pain from his, from, from, from his sickness after the breast, despite that, despite the fact that it was extremely hot outside, I mean, it, it's very painful when it's hot outside to go outside, despite that, despite that, Avraham Avinu insisted and, and wanted to have guests and to the point where he, when he pushed, when he pushed and he pulled and he did everything that he could, he sat outside and he was in pain more from anything else than the fact that he couldn't have guests, then Hashem brought him guests. So you see here that Avraham Avinu passes the test. He passes the ultimate test. This is the test that shows what his medal is, what he is made up out of, what, what, what he is, what he can do. So you see that you, 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 there are other reasons why the test is referred to as the sun. But we, but we can also say the following. We can say, why is it that Hashem referred, that, that these Chazal refer to a test of a person with the sun? Is because Chazal want to say, want to tell us that the same exact thing that the, that, the, that, that tzaddik becomes a tzaddik through, meaning the medium through which a person becomes righteous is the same medium through which an evil person becomes evil. A person is tested. If they pass the test, they become righteous. And if they don't pass the test, then they become evil. And this is apparent in the Gemara, this is apparent in the Gemara in Sukkah on page 52a. The Gemara says the famous Gemara in Sukkah tells us a story on page 52a. The Gemara says the following. The Gemara says that in the future, when it will come to the future, in the future, in the future, what's going to happen? Hashem is going to bring the Yitzhahara v'shochtoi and he's going to shecht in front of the righteous and in front of the evil. Tzadikim nidma lehem kehar. The tzaddikim is going to appear to them like a mountain, Gavoy, a very high mountain. Virushayim and the evil person, people, Nidmalehem Kichuta Saira, it's going to appear to them like a, like, like a hair, a thin hair. Both the righteous and the evil will both cry. Tzaddikim Boichim, the righteous will cry, and they will say, They're going to say, how is it possible that we were able to conquer such a big mountain? And the evil ones are going to cry. They're going to say, How is it that such a small hair we were not able to overcome? This is the famous Gemara. This is the famous Gemara. But you see from here, perhaps maybe you could say, what is it that, what is that, that spurs? What is it that grows? What's the catalyst for a person to become a tzaddik? What's the catalyst for a person to become a rasha? What's the catalyst for a person to become righteous? What's the catalyst for a person to become to become to become evil? It is the Yetzirah. Hashem is going to shecht the Yetzirah. The same Yetzirah that made the righteous righteous because they were able to overcome. This is the test that they had. They were able to overcome. That same Yetzirah made the evil evil. Hashem tests us 
like he tested Yosef HaTzadik. And then we have a choice to make the decision. We have a choice to make the decision, to, to make the right decision, or to make the wrong decision. And that in itself is the medium through which a person becomes a tzaddik or a person becomes a rasha. And this is what, again, this is what, this is what Yosef was faced with. He was faced with a test. He was faced with a test of whether he would succumb to the advances of Ashish Potiphar. And he had a choice to make. And, and he was inspired by, by his father's ideal. And be, because of that inspiration, he made the, the right choice. He made the right choice and he became known, as we know, he became known as Yosef Atzadik. So the same way that Yosef faces a test, same way we also, we are, same way Yosef faces a test, so too we also have tests in life. And, and, and this is what the Gemara says in Tractate Yuma, on page 35b. The Gemara says that when a person will come to Shemayim and Hashem will say to him, why were you evil? Why did you make the wrong decision? He'll say, what can I do? It was, it was too difficult. My circumstances were too hard. And I couldn't help myself. So he's going to say to him, what about Yosef Atadik? Look at his circumstances. Yo- Yosef's circumstances were very difficult. But he, could, but, but, but he overcame them anyway. And he made the right decision. So he is going to obligate you. If Yosef can do it, then anybody can. If Yosef, if Yosef, on the Yosef circumstances he can do it, then under your circumstances you can do it also. And not only is this true, that the same element, not only is it true that the same element that changes, that changes us, or for the better or for the worse in this world, but it's also true in the, in the next world. As the Gemara says in Tractate Nadarim, the Gemara here says on page 8b, the Gemara here uses the same the same metaphor of the sun. The Gemara says, Rashlakish says, There is no Gehenna. There is no purgatory. There is no Gehenna in the world to come. Hashem is going to take the sun from its encasement, like Rashi said in Parshas Vayeshev, with the story of Avraham Avinu that we mentioned, Hashem will take out the sun from its encasement, Tzadikim Yisrapim Ba, the, the righteous will be healed with it, Virishayim Nidonim Ba, and the evil people will be judged by it. So the same way that in this world, the sun is the ultimate test, and the sun brings, it, it, it represents the ultimate test, and the ultimate test is what brings out the character of the person. It is what makes the person a tzaddik, a righteous person. It, the sun is what makes the person an evil person, right? It is the same, the same test makes him to a righteous person or an evil person. That is the same in, in the world to come. In the world to come, once a person has defined themselves who they are, they are righteous. Then that same sun, that same test, that same medium through which they became righteous will be the source of healing for them. But if a person decides to be evil, they make the wrong choice during that test, that same sun, that same medium will be that will judge them, that ideal. that They will be judged by the ideal of who are they supposed to be, not who, not who they were. Every single person has that potential to be, to be as best as they can be to manifest their greatest self. And, and if a person fails to do so, he will be Rishayim, as this Gemara says, Nidainimba. The Rishayim will be judged by it. So just to summarize, 
as we said in this in, in this week's Pasha, in this week's Pasha, we have Yosef Atzadik. We have Yosef who's righteous, and Yosef Atzadik is the one Asia's Potiphar tried to seduce him, and he was actually seduced, and he was actually seduced, and he went to the house to do, and he went to the house to do what he to to, to have relations with her. Then he saw the image of his father. He saw the image of the ideal of, of what his father stood for. And he didn't want to disappoint him. And that inspired him. That inspired him to make the proper, to make the proper decision. To make the proper decision to, to, to not succumb to his desires. That's what happened. And we all have this test in life. We all have this test in life. Hashem, for each and every single one of us, takes the sun out from its encasing. And things become extremely difficult, and that would, that is what brings us, our shows what our metal, it shows who we are, it shows. So therefore, we should embrace it. We should uh, be happy that the test has come. Okay, if it's painful, of course that's not happy. But we should be. But the the, it, the when the test comes, we know what it's about, and therefore. It is to test us, to see who we're going to be, whether we're going to achieve our potential. And this is important to, to recognize and understand that this is what life is all about. Life is about a series of tests to, to see how we're going to act, to see the decisions that we're going to make, the same as Yosef did, the same as Yosef did in this week's Pasha. And since Hanukkah is coming up soon, let's tie this in into Hanukkah also, that the world, the world is filled with darkness. Darkness represents, darkness represents, darkness represents, the world is filled with darkness. Darkness represents everything that's wrong with the world. It represents the lack of wisdom. It, likes, it represents the lack of morals. It represents the lack of, the lack of anything. It represents evil. That's what darkness is. And when we light the Hanukkah menorah, we always know that the light, the light of the Hanukkah menorah in the, in, the, in the dead of winter, that's what shines the light upon the darkness. It is, it is the achievement of our potential, being the best that we can be. That's the light that we shine upon the darkness. And when we do shine this light, then, then the darkness, go, the, the, the evil, the darkness goes away and we become all that we can be. And it's interesting. What what was what was Yosef's salvation? What was his tool in the darkness of the seduction of in, in the darkness of Mitzrayim of the of seduction of uh, of Asha's Potiphar? What what it was, it was the love of his father. It was the inspiration of his father. The ideal that his father lived up to. That's what was Yosef's. That was Yosef's light. That was Yosef's torch. That's what he used to navigate through the darkness of this world. And it's interesting, the Gemara tells us in Tractate Megillah on page 24b, the Gemara tells us a story. It says like this, very interesting story. It says, the Tanya we learned in Abraisa, I'm Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi said, Kol yomai I was always, I didn't, I, my entire life, I never understood this Pasuk. The, what does the Pasuk say? It says in Parshish Kisov, You'll be walking in the afternoon, like a blind person stumbles, in the, uh, feels in the dark. 
and you will not be successful. So what bothered Rabbi Yossi about this verse? What bothered Rabbi Yossi about this verse, verse is, is that it says, What does a blind person care whether it's dark outside or it's light outside? For him it doesn't make a difference. He can't see anyway. So even if it's light outside, he can't see. If it's dark outside, he can't see. So what is the Pasuk saying? What is the what is the rebuke of this Pasuk? What is the curse of this Pasuk? That you will be walking around in the afternoon like a blind person in the darkness. It should just say you'll be walking around like a blind person, not a blind person in the darkness. What does it matter for a blind person if he's in the darkness? And says Rabbi Yossi, I never understood this verse, until one time came to me a situation. I was walking in the thickness of darkness, and I saw a blind person. He was walking on the road, and there was a torch in his hand. I said to him, Why are you carrying a torch? You can't see anyway. So what do you need a torch for? It's like a flight. It's, like, it's like a blind person walking today and they're carrying a flashlight. What do you need a flashlight for? You can't see anyway. What do you need it for? So that's what I asked him. Amar Ali said to me, As long as I have this flashlight, as long as I have the torch, People see me, and they save me. From pits, and from thistles, from thorns, and from thistles, they save me. This is the torch that I carry, so even though that I can't see, even though I can't see, but I'm carrying a torch. And so, and so the, the, t- today, it, Hanukkah is as relevant as ever. We live in a world where there's darkness. Nobody knows their way, morally speaking. Nobody knows what's right. Nobody knows what's wrong. And what torch do we carry? How, do we, how, can, how can we see? We can't see. We're like blind people walking in the darkness. The torch that we carry is the torch from our parents, the torch from our teachers, that, they, that, that what our parents taught us, the ideal that they stood for, or our teachers. If we didn't have parents, or we didn't have a relationship with our parents, or our teachers that to, from, the, from the past that taught us morals, that stood for an ideal, that is the torch, that's the light, that, that is the light that that we that we have to navigate us through the darkness and even if we can't go ourselves the 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 lighted people will see this light and tell us that according to this this is the way you're supposed to this is the way you're supposed to act this is the torch that we have and this is represented by the lighting of the menorah on 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 hanukkah in today's in today's world in 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 the darkness in the people being lost in the morals that we light the light of the menorah that we, we light the light of the menorah to, 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 to show, to, to show that the lessons that we have from Judaism, the Torah that we have, the mitzvahs that we have, is a light for us in the darkness. It is what guides us to morals. It is what guides us to what's right. It is, what, it is the tool through which we use to achieve our potential from the tests of the, 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 tests of the world. This is what I wanted to share. Have a friend. Uh, have a good uh, Shabbos and a friend of Chanukah.